Ukuleleko, uh, could we perhaps just start uh, by uh, talking about this incident and uh, to just give us more information on what exactly transpired as we know it at this time? Well, look, obviously I can't speak on too many details because the investigation is still going through and also we have to protect the identity of, of, of the woman concerned. Um, but um, there was a rape that occurred uh, two to three weeks ago at the Junction Residence. Um, it was immediately reported to to its management, um, the you know residence life, senior executive team, and the gender equity office. And we'll, it was very disappointing in the in the manner in which it was dealt with. They, they were dragging their feet because this doesn't take uh, uh, issues of sexual violence seriously in, in practical terms. They'll talk nicely about it, but they don't actually take it seriously. So then, eventually, what, what happened is that because both of the both of the parties involved both stay at the same residence and they stay in the same uh, block in the same building, and and she was forced to she would run into him in, in the hallways, you know, laundry and all kinds of things like that. Um, so then, once um, the, because of the continued trauma, um, she attempted suicide last week, um, and then yeah, so then from there, once, once the residents found out about the situation and that how management kept them in the same building, in the same residence. Um, they took it upon themselves to remove him from the rest. And you were in a meeting uh, last night with management. Uh, what was that all about? And uh, did anything constructive come out of that meeting? Um, the, the purpose of yesterday's meeting was for management to account as to why they... Because it wasn't limited to, to, to this single event, because why did they continue to allow rape culture to manifest itself in residences and also at, at VITS in, in general. Um, unfortunately, um, the, they were asked to apologize for the, for the, the manner in which um, the, they had handled this the situation and all of those sorts of things. Um, they refused to apologize, um, so the, the ladies got very upset. As rightfully so, and they requested that they, they leave the meeting. So what exactly did they want management to apologize for? They wanted management to apologize specifically because um, the night before, when, manage, when, when, when there was a big protest and all those things, and management was called to, to, um, to the residents to explain and to remove him, they said a, a number of really... Of really Unfortunate misogynistic things. They said things as like, um, uh, "We don't know all the details of the incident. It wasn't a violent rape, as mm. though rape has levels, as though there's such thing as a non-violent rape." Um, they said they said a, a number of unfortunate things. They insulted people. They they called uh, another. They said she's blank in in her head. It's one of the it's one of the ladies that, that was there. So it, we, we wanted, first of all, we wanted direct apologies for for the incident of that night, and then from there, uh, we wanted apologies for the for the entire incident as to how this is a continued thing because this is not an isolated incident at Vitz. Because rape culture, it, it it continues to manifest itself at Vitz, and Vitz continues to protect it. Whether it's a lecturer, whether it doesn't matter. The gender equity office is is completely useless, completely. Well, thank you so much uh, for sharing those sentiments with us. Chairperson of the House Committee at Vitz Junction Residence and Kululeko Tsekane. So, um, Professor, as you've just heard, uh, students accusing management of protecting the suspect, not dealing uh, with uh, rape culture at the institution effectively. What's your comment on that? Well, I think that the 
reality is you have a group of students devastated and there's everybody has to account for that. There has to be accountability. Um, the reality, there's a lot of misinformation out there. The previous speaker's comment about the Gender Equity Office being useless is one I would part ways with. It, it, the, the, the office is designed to be incredibly responsive to every complainant, every survivor of rape, every survivor of sexual assault has their own way and their own pace with which they'll deal with things. So uh, I, I cannot, and obviously I'm sure everyone will respect the need not to get into the specifics of this case because there's a huge amount of pressure on this complainant at the moment. But what I do want to say is ours is not about appeasing external, uh, external needs or external views. It's about being sure that we are absolutely responsive to the complainant, and on that score, I can I can rest assured that that uh, that that process has absolutely been undertaken. But the reality is, if you've got a group of students who feel unsafe, who feel unprotected, and who feel disappointed, steps must be taken. There must be accountability for it. It is unacceptable. It is unacceptable. Students are talking about rape culture at Wits University that seems to continue unabated, as um, the previous speaker was mentioning. What is the institution doing about this? Because the perception, as you clearly heard from uh, the House committee member there, is that it is not being taken seriously. Look, I can't speak on behalf of the, the university and what it's doing in multiple ways in which it's trying to address this through ensuring that there are disciplinary procedures, advocacy, policies, procedures, all of those things are being undertaken. I think in some respects we're doing really, really well, in some respects we're failing. I also couldn't agree more. There is a rape culture, and not to shift the spotlight, but there is a rape culture in the country. Back to this, the rape culture exists is exacerbated by people in authority, in the reses, and amongst the students who don't understand what rape is, who don't understand that the violation is one that robs a person for the rest of their life of something so intrinsic and personal. They don't understand that it's not about a, a question of whether or not there was a specific rape. The question is a person complains of rape, you do something. So... and. At the very least, looking at the footage that has gone viral about uh, the incident the other night, where you have members of management talking about this was not a violent rape. For that incident alone, are the students not justified in asking for an apology? Because that statement was just callous and, and, and it was, you know, just filled with ignorance on the part of the members who made those statements. Absolutely. I wholeheartedly agree. Absolutely. This is the misinformation about rape and the misinformation and the bringing of a a kind of bias or prejudice or lack of knowledge and lack of sensitivity is part of the failure of people to understand and address rape. Let me me say this. I've been working as a human rights lawyer for the last 20-odd years dealing with cases of gender-based violence. In roughly 20 years, I have never once come across a false allegation, not once. And 
we still continue with this ridiculous notion of presuming first that the complainant is lying and trying to follow some procedure that protects the accused. Now, I'm not for a second saying we go on witch hunts against people. I am saying that first and foremost we take the view that because there's a rape culture, and there is, because there's a fear of every single woman in this country to be safe, you take the stance first of removing a perpetrator from that environment. Now, we, we, I'm pretty clear that if you were to expose all the details of this, I am sure that there are people who did very well, and I'm sure that there are people who did very poorly, and I'm sure that there are a multitude of reasons why we're at where we're at. It's not the point. The point is it needs to never happen again, and students need to feel safe. My undertaking has been to ensure that wherever there has been a, a limitation or a prevention of justice, and wherever there's been a trivialization of rape, I will work with the students on, and at their behest to ensure that, that, is, that those activities are, are held to account. Well, thank you so much for your time this morning. Uh, that was Professor Bonnie Mayersfeld, who is advisor to the VIDS Gender Equity Office.